11 lines from the bottom. Uh, second word line is Amar, Amar of Sheshis. We circled Rav Sheshis. Rav Sheshis says as follows. Somebody who denies that he received a particular thing deposited by him. Even though he only denied it, he didn't actually necessarily take a shvua to that effect. He's considered a gazlan, and therefore he becomes totally responsible for anything that should happen to that item. Vitana tuna, we have taught in a Tanaic source, um, almost a line. Uh, similarly, the Pasuk says, quote two words, ba, and if he um, denies it, lamadnu so we learn what the punishment for denial is, is basically a, a very high level of responsibility for the uh, item in question. Like everything in the Torah, you also have to have a warning not to do it. Well, Tamud Laimar, the Pasuk says clearly, Lo uh, you cannot deny. Now, that's the end of the Tanaic source, comma connector, my love, I, I believe Rashi reads in here, Oynish, Kvira. So should we not say that this is the Oynish of Denying it, and that would also be a support to Rosh Hashanah, that just the mere denial without a shvua would be the case, says the Gemara. No, comma, rather, le'oinish shvua. The oinish is increased responsibility only if he had also taken a shvua sheker. Really? Asks the Gemara now, v'hami diktani seifa, from the fact that the seifa uh, had said, here's a one word quote I put in right angles, and he swore, that sounds very much, and we'll see the Sefer shortly, that the Reisha that we just quoted is where no shvul was taken. Diktani Sefer, here's the Sefer, also goes almost a line, the uh, Sefer that Brisa, V'nishba al Sheker, that's a quote from the Pasuk, V'nishba al Sheker, that's uh, written uh, after that, if you're Nishbal Shek, you have to pay that Chomesh, and you have to pay the, um, bring a Korban Asham. Labmanu, so we learn the Onesh. Azhar, Minayin, where do you learn the Azhar from? Tamalaymar, Loi Sishakru. That you cannot lie. Now, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Clearly, Umide Seifa uh, was the Ishtava. The safest case is clearly where Shvu was taken. The Reisha must be, should we not say, the Loi Ishtava, where he didn't take a Shvu. Okay, so the Gorn answers no. Amri, both of the cases is where Shvua was taken. The only time we're going to give him that high level of responsibility for the item is where he took a Shvua. The difference is going to be the second Tanaic source is Khan Shehoida, where he actually admitted in the end that actually it's not true. That's where he has to pay the, uh, the uh, Chomesh and has to bring a Korban Asham. Khan, but in the Reisha, Shebau Edim is where witnesses came and claimed that that wasn't the case. The nafkamina being, also Adim, if the Adim come, then Chayef Ba'ayin He's Chayef for should anything happen to the animal, whereas Oiduye Oidi, if he actually admitted and came clean himself, then Chayef, he's Chayef also to pay the Karen as well as the Chaymish and the Asha. Masiv Rami Barcham. I put a triangle on this Masiv. And um, on the first line of Kuf Vav Aleph, I put a triangle on the word Veha Amar in the middle of the line. We have a couple questions on this. Here's the first. Masiv Rami Bar The following Tanaic source goes for about a line and a third. When you have two parties in court, we usually, if one of them is going to take a Shvua, it's the one who would, if he didn't take a Shvua, have to pay. We let him take a Shvua, and he 
um, his shvua's effectiveness is that he doesn't have to pay. Um, however, if the one who normally would have to take the shvua is a bit of a shady character, then we let the other party swear, and the uh, result of his shvua will be that he'll be able to collect. So that's called a shekenegdai chashed al-shvua, where the other party, uh, the one who should be swearing, is suspect that he swears falsely. And what would be examples of, uh, of that? Um, Ketzad. Echad, if he had taken previously and lied, Shvua uh, Saidus, and it turns out he lied. For Echad, Shvua Sapikadain, and I underline Shvua Sapikadain, that's uh, our case, if he swore that he didn't have something to deposit by him. Vafilu Shvua Shav, even if he just took a Shvua like in vain, not necessarily to gain any money or anything. Now, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Connector Ve'im Isa, if it's really so, that according to Rav Sheshis, already from the time that he was kai for the mammon, even before he took the shvua, bekfira hudeifzalei. Why do you have to come onto the shvuas bikadon? Just say where he was kaifer apikadon. Amri. So we answer hachav mayaskinan. What's the case? The case is de kai beagam that the uh, thing in question. Let's say it was I don't know an animal. It wasn't like uh, hidden in his uh, in his barn. It was out like in the. Uh, in the hinterland, out there, like way out, it wasn't actually in his possession. In which case, Delav Kfira, who is not considered a full fledged denial, comma, Desavar, why is he saying he doesn't have it or doesn't owe it if he really does? He figures, Ishtamitnale, I'm going to sort of uh, avoid or try to like slide out of my responsibility for now, Adazumaisinale, until I go and I, I head out in that direction, and I'll be able to bring it back to him. Teda, and know that this is true, I vectored the Teda, to Amar Rav Edi Bar Oven, that you see this distinction, that when you have a person who's denying uh, something, it depends if it's uh, like money, or if it's an actual item. So if you have a person who denies he's kaifer with the shvua about a milva, let's say, hey Bob, where's my $10,000? Oh, I don't know, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about, he takes a shvua, he would still be kosher le edus, because it's, it's not totally difficult to understand why he would want to do that, because he really wants to pay him back, but he just doesn't have the money, as opposed to it, because of hey, hey, Bill, where's my emerald green bowling ball, if he uh, denies that, and then Adim come and say, no, we, we saw the emerald green bowling ball in his uh, bowling ball display case in his house, then he would be pusillated. The Ha'amar, put a triangle in the Ba'amar, the Ha'amar Ilfa, this would be a, another uh, question, on what we had said, Shvua uh, Kaina. Okay, that if uh, somebody took a shvua, the hava amina here is that what does it mean? It's kaina. Well, the guy who took the shvua, if he took it falsely, he's kaina that he's responsible for any einsin that might happen from the time he took the shvua. And, uh, well, uh, Roshesh said it's even earlier. It's, it's when the person's kofar. So, shvua kaina will make a diuk, shvua hide kanya, but the mere kefira which comes before the shvua, lo kanya. That would, again, be a question on what Roshesh has said to uh, start our shear. No, hacha nami. The case here also is the kaima ba'agam, where the animal happens to be not in this person's possession, but it's sort of off somewhere wandering around in the swampy area. Alternatively, and this is going to get us onto quite a loaded sugya. My, what does it mean when Ilfa said on the top line shvua kaina? Well, kidravhuna damravhuna amar rav. I circled rav in the following case: Al and Bob. Al comes to Bob and says, basically you owe me a hundred. The Hala Oimer and Bob says, you don't gonna, I don't have anything of yours. Vinishman he swears, then witnesses come and say, Oh yeah, no, that's really true. 
putter, he would actually be after, off the hook from having to pay. Really? Even though there's witnesses? Yeah. Because get, get a load of how Rav learns the Pasuk. The Pasuk in Shmais Chaf Beis, Pasuk Yud says, Velakach ba'alav velo yishalem. Okay? Lakach ba'alav is what? That the person takes the shvua, velo yishalem, and then he, Yishomer, doesn't have to pay. Kevan shekibu abaylim shvua. Once the bailim accepted the shvua, shuvein mishalem amo, and the shamer no longer has to pay. Period. Kufa, we go right back to that statement and analyze it intensely. Amar of Hunai, and Rav Hunai, Amar Rav, and here we firebox Rav, because Rav is the whole rest of the Almud going to be uh, taking on uh, fire for this statement. Same statement we made. Manabiyadecha, Al says to Bob, you owe me a hundred. Vahala Oimer, and Bob says back, I don't got nothing of yours. Vinishman, he swears, and then Bo, Aiden, witnesses come that he actually does owe him. Putter. Bob is off the hook, Shneemar, like the Pasuk says, Velakach Balav, Velo Yishalem. And here I underline the next line. Kevan Shekiblu Bailim Shvua, Shuvein Mishalmin Mamein. Once the rightful owner accepted the Shvua, then there's no more possibility of paying the money, even if witnesses come. Amar Rava. Rava comes and tries to limit this uh, rule of Rav. I circled Rava's name. Mistabra kind of makes sense if you were just thinking about it logically that Milse de Rav is specifically Bemilva when we're talking about money that was loaned because by definition when you loan somebody money the idea is that they're going to spend it that's why they're borrowing the money Dilla Hoitsa'a Nitna and if it has to be paid back and like it makes sense he's trying to get off the uh, hook of having to pay it back because and if the issue is the emerald green bowling ball say Demare Kai that if it's borrowed emerald ball, it's still actually like the original rightful owners, and therefore it just makes sense that this whole thing that Rob said is specifically in, in money, not in items. However, continues Rav, like by golly, by Lord in truth, when he said what he said, it's even by uh, an item. Ksiv Krah, when the Sukkim in Shmois Perachov Beis are discussing it, this particular Pasuk is actually. The Picotin Xiv, in the case of a Picotin, where it was an actual uh, item. I don't know if it was an emerald green bowling ball, or a mixing bowl, or whatever it was, but it was not money. Yosef Rav Nachman, I know Rav Nachman, the Kamar Lahash Maisi, he was saying over this teaching of Rav, Eisve, and I put a triangle on the Eisve, and in the margin I call this uh, number one. About 12 lines later, first one a line is Misha'alav, in the middle line it says Masiv, I put a triangle on that Masiv and put a number two in the margin, and about five lines later, first line is din, uh, fourth word is massive, I put a triangle around massive, that would be the third. So we're going to um, have three attacks from snake sources on what Rav is telling us. And essentially what Rav is telling us is that once the fellow took the shvua, once the owner of the item accepted the shvua, no matter what happens, even witnesses come afterwards, um, this uh, fellow does not have to pay. The following snake source it goes for about two and a half lines and starts here. Now, uh, I call this the Reisha. I actually wrote in Reisha because uh, a little bit later we're going to see the Seifa. So the Reisha says, you have two guys, Al and Bob. And Al comes to Bob and says, Hey, Khan pick doini. Where is the thing I deposited by you? Amarle, Avad. And I double and nine Avad. And uh, Bob says, uh, I was lost. Okay, must be a chani. I'm going to make you swear. Swear to that effect. And he answers, Amen. Uh, yeah. 
and then witnesses come along and say, uh, oh, oh no, you know where it is? Actually, Sha'achloi, uh, Bob ate it. Mishalem es ha-keren. So he has to pay, and I dot underline Karen, whatever the value of that item was. Kama hoidam If, however, he admitted on his own after he took the shvua, then Mishalem Karen mishvasham. What does he have to pay? The principal, plus an additional fifth, plus bring a korban asham. Now, the main point for us is in the ratio, it said that he paid the Karen because the witnesses came. Well, that would be very difficult for Rav, who had said once the shul was taken, he doesn't have to pay, even if witnesses came. Amalei Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman, who had this brisa brought to his attention by Rav Achabar Menyumi, I circled Rav Nachman, he says back, What's the case over here? Sure, there was a shvu that was taken, but it wasn't like in an official court setting. It was, um, let's say, outside of Basin. But to be effective, it has to be like in an official court setting. So says back Rav Nachman, I would uh, write in. Uh, well, we have safer written over here, but the same the way he wrote in Reisha and Diamond did, I would uh, put uh, Diamond around the safer over here. Here's the safer that's an AX source. Another uh, two lines, which I boxed off. Same thing, Al says to Bob, Hey, Chan Pigtoini, where is my thing that I deposited by you? Amar Loi, here the response is different, though. He doesn't say it was lost. He says, Nignav, I double in a Nignav, Oh, was uh, stolen. Really, says Al to Bob, Okay, Mashbiachani, take a shvur to that effect. The Amar, and he says, Yeah. Okay, basically it's like a shvua. However, witnesses show up and they testify that actually the guy who was supposed to be watching it um, stole it. Mishalem, he has to pay over here, and I double underlined Tashlume Kefel, a double payment. If after he took the shvua, he himself got the guilty conscience and admitted on his own, then Mishalem, the Karen, the Chaimish, and the Yasham. Now, Continues Ravacha Bar Minyumi making his point for Isalka If you really were to think that the shvua that was taken was Chutzla based in, Mika Kefel, there's there's no Kefel payment for shvua that's outside of based in. Amalei, so says back Rav Nachman, the like eternal defender in the Shugia of Rav to Ravacha Bar Minyumi, that listen, I could answer you like if I wanted to that. No, the Reisha indeed is what's the based in, and the Seifa is the based in. Miu, however, Shinuya Dechika, a real like sort of forced answer, Loi Meshanin Anlach, I ain't gonna answer you. However, I am gonna answer you a clear, rock solid answer. Both the Reisha and the Seifa is where the Shfu taking place is in based in. Well, then why the distinction? Veloi Kasha. Kan Bekafatz. In the Reisha, it's where, yeah, there was a Shvua, and it wasn't based in. It's where, though, he offered to take the Shvua on his own and jumped in and took the Shvua. Whereas the Seifa is where he didn't do that, and he was kind of like forced by the judges to take the Shvua. Amr Rami Bar of Nachman. Michti. He says, I don't understand why you're doing this, Rav Nachman. De Rav, this whole opinion of Rav that we're working with, Los Firalach, like, you don't agree with it. Why are you mishkaini nafsheikh adirav lamalach? Why are you literally like pledging yourself? Why, why are you putting so much effort to answer up for Rav if you don't even agree with it? Amar so he says back, well, the Ferushe le Rav, um, I'm just trying to explain what the opinion of Rav is. The Rav hachimetar This is the way Rav would understand the Tanaic sources. The problem is, what do you have to worry about with the way Rav would say the Tanaic sources? Ask the Gemara Vaharav, 
Krakamar. When we read Rav above, he wasn't just saying it of his own accord or saying it based on some sort of Mishnah Brisa. He, he quoted a Pasuk. He had the phrase of Vilakach Bala Velo Yishalim. Answers the Gemara, well, yeah, but that Vilakach Bala Velo Yishalim is understood differently. Amri, Kra, Lechol Hanishban Shabetaira. No, no, no. What the Pasuk is coming to tell you is different. It's like this that any person who has to come and take a Shvuah, there's like a court case. Who is the party that is the one that we say should take the Shvuah? Nishbain Veloy Mishalmin Hudasa. That it's the party that, if they swear and we accept their Shvuah, will not have to pay. In other words, it's the party that the court uh, is deciding whether they'll have to pay or not. They take the Shvuah and don't pay. The Pasuk says, Velakach ba'ala velo yishalem is understood to mean Misha'alav l'shalem hunishma. The one who would otherwise have to pay is the one who takes the shvua to potter himself. The Gemara continues, Masiv Rav Hamnuna. We have a triangle on this Masiv, and now we have Rav Hamnuna uh, asking a question on uh, Rav. Uh, Two-line Tineic source. This Tineic source uh, says as follows, Hishpia alav chamisha pa'amim. Uh, the fellow who claims uh, that he doesn't have the item, um, they enforce the shua five times, bain bifnei basin, bain shaloi bifnei basin, clueless as whether it's outside of basin or even in basin, the kafra love, and each time he denies it, chayev alkol achas ve'achas, he's chayev for each and every shvua, an additional chomesh, as well as a korban asham, ve'amrab shimin, matam, what's the reason? Since, theoretically, in between each shvua, he could have admitted, in which case it turns out that in all of them, in all the shvuas, he's denying, like, real money. That's the end of the Tanaic source. The hacha, now, in this Brisa, there's no way you could say, oh, you know what the shvu is, the shvu is, he jumped in and off with the shvu, why? Because it says, mefurash, I put two into red angles, hishpia alav ketani, hishpia alav is a lesson of the dayanim forced a shvu upon him, so you can't say that he jumped in and made the shvu himself. Kama, also, chutzlebeistin, you can't say that this is in a case of chutzlebeistin, why? Because, here's two words from the Brisa we just quoted, bifne beistin, it says, in the presence of beistin, ketani, so that would be a question on what Rav had said. Up above. Answers the Gemara that Rav Hamuna, who asked this question, actually answers it to defend Rav. Who Maisivla, he asked it for whom Ifarikla, and he, Rav Hamnuna, answers it. That actually you have to understand this price as being compartmentalized. Litstadin Kitani. Basically, it's two different cases. The Hishpia Alav that started the Tanaic source is, yeah, they made him swear, but that was Khutzla Bastin. Kama. And when it was in Bastin, which the source continued and talked about, that was where he kafats, he uh, jumped in and offered the shvu on his own. Masiv Rava. Put a triangle on the Masiv, circled Rava. A uh, two and a half line Tanaic source. Once again, this will be a question on Rav. And Rav's basic statement was that once the shvu was accepted, um, even if witnesses come afterwards and we find the whole thing was a big lie, the person does not have to pay. So Masiv Rava says this in source, You have a uh, person and he claims that it was really stolen. There's something deposited by him and they say, hey, where is it? And he says, oh, yeah, it was stolen. Vinishba, and he swore to that effect. And then he got a guilty conscience, so he admitted that that's really not the case. And then witnesses come. It depends. If 
the order is the way we had just described it, that before witnesses came, he admitted, then he has to Mishan, the Karen, the Chaimesh, and the Asham. However, B, if he admitted only after the witnesses came, Mishalim Tashlume Kefel, the Asham. He'll pay the Tashlume Kefel, as well as the Asham. Now, the Kefel, the Tashlume Kefel, will certainly take care of the Chaimesh, and that's the end of the Tanaic source. Now, over here, uh, pretty clear, says the Gmar Vahacha, Chutz lebeistin or kafatz leimatzis amris. There's no way you can explain there's a case where he was taking the shvua. It wasn't officially in the court, or that he jumped in to offer the shvua. Why? Because it says very clearly kefel ketani. Kefel ketani. Kefel is only paid if it was a shvua taken in beistin that was forced by the judges, and therefore it's got to be that this was in beistin and forced by the judges. Ella, so I squiggle under the Ella, and interestingly enough, Ravel, who brought this question, he himself is going to explain uh, how Rav would say this is not a question on him. Ella Amar, Rava, he circled Rava, squiggle under the Ella, he's going to explain Rav. We have three possibilities, and he's essentially going to very much limit what Rav's statement was going on. Roman numeral one, Kol Hoida, I don't know, Kol Hoida. Anytime the person who took the shvua himself admitted, loishna makes no difference. Where a toantinas avad, where he originally said, yeah, yeah, it's lost, or b loishna toantinas kind of, yeah, yeah, it was stolen. However, he admits afterwards that really he was just making that up. Loyama Rav there, Rav was not saying his principle. The Haksiv, because you have a Bafurish positive that says, the hisvada, that's in quotation marks, and he admits, the boy shlumi, that in those cases he has to pay the Karen and Chaimish. Kama, Roman numeral two. Also, let's say Toen Tainas Danov, if he claims, oh, it was stolen, and then, I dot underline here, Uboedim, witnesses come, Nami Loyama Rav, Rav never said his din over there, Dahaksiv, Tashumi Kefal, it says Mafurish over there has to pay double. So, where is it then? What case is it that Rav would have said his din, Kika Rav, Kigoin Shatoyan Tainas Avad? He says the item in question was lost. Venishba, and he swore to that, and he never admitted that anything other than what he said was true, and then witnesses come. That's the case where Rav would say he doesn't have to pay. Come. Okay, Azarov Gamda, the Rav Gamda, who we underlined, went, and this must have been later, because I think uh, Rava was significantly before Ravashi. So Rav Gamda went, Ve'amra l'shmaisa kamei, so we're going to, Rav Gamda presents this whole back and forth that uh, Rava just had uh, told us past uh, like uh, six, seven lines. Amrale Ravashi's response is, Hashta, well, one second. We, we had a couple of questions. We actually had three questions on Rava. The um, second one was brought by Rav Hamnuna, and this one's brought by Rava. Now, Rav Hamnuna wasn't just Rav Hamnuna. He was actually a star student of Rav. So Amrale says Ravashi to Rav Gamda, Hashta Umarav Hamnuna Talmide de Rav. He was a student of Rav. The Yodadamarav, and he clearly from the from the discussion that he was having, understood that Rav said, Hoida, it's where he did admit. Vikamoisiv, and he was asking a question for Hoida, the Atamras, and you're gonna try to qualify the case as Hoida Loyamarav, then a case where he was moda, Rav wouldn't say his din, but that that can't be. Amarle Ravachasaba Ravashi and Ravachasaba. He, 
pipes in and explains to Ravashi that the way we understood Rav Hamnuna was not really accurate. Rav Hamnuna, this is Rav Hamnuna's question. Colon. E amris I squiggle under the E amris, and three lines later, then it says Ella E amris I squiggle under that. So if you want to say amris bishema nishba in a case where he took a shvua ki asu edim, if witnesses would come after that mechayev they'd have to pay. Well, that kind of makes sense. Amtulahachi because of that mechayvin lay carbon he would have to bring a special carbon a shvua basraisa because the witnesses would have to make him pay. Because theoretically, he could have been Maida in between that time. Ella, Iamris, we squiggle underline Eliamris. If you want to say, Ki him that when witnesses come, he'd actually be Potter, then one second here. Is there anything? Is there any precedent? So we're talking about if witnesses came, he'd be Potter. And we're going to get up and have this guy bring a carbon since he could theoretically uh, admit. Well, he didn't admit. So you can't say you're going to make him bring a carbon just because of that. Period. Amr of Chiyabarabah. I put a diamond around of Chiyabarabah. The reason I did that is we're going to have a series of Chiyabarabahs about 12 lines from the bottom. The last words of the line are of Chiyabarabah. Put a diamond around that. And three lines from the bottom is, again, near the end of the line of Chiyabarabah. I put a diamond around that. All three of Chiyabarabahs are going to be quoting Rabbi Yochanan. And Emir Tashem will do the first of the Chiyabarabahs. Here we go. Amar of Chiyabarabah, Amar of Yochanan. This point that he makes, it takes about eight lines to develop, goes down to the first word on line is Vichamisha. Hatoan Tainas Ganav Bepikadoin. I dotted on Bepikadoin. So you have a guy, he had something deposited by him, he claims, uh, oh, it was stolen. Misham Tashlume Kefa. Well, if it turns out he's not telling the truth, he has to pay double. Tavachumachar, and on Tavachumachar, if he actually, if it was an animal and he slaughtered or sold it, Mishalem Tashlume Arav Vichamisha, he has to pay four or five times. Now, now this is not an actual ganav. This is a guy who had it deposited by him and claimed there was a ganav and really he was lying. Hoyel, since a real ganav is misham tashlumei kefel, and a toentinus ganav misham and tashlumei kefel, so just like they're both mechaev tashlumei kefel, kolin ma ganav, shehu mishalim, that he would have to pay kefel, and yet if the ganav is tavachu machar, misham tashlumei vachamish, he pays four or five times, then afti Toen Tainas Ganav, the guy who actually had it deposited by him and just claimed it was stolen, really wasn't stolen. Bepikadoin, Keshum Mishalem, he pays Tashumi Kefel. Tavachumachar, if he actually slaughtered or sold it, Mishalem Tashumar Vachamisha. That is Ravkia Barab and Rabbi Yochanan's point. Asks the Gemara, well, one second, there's a difference between a Ganav and a Toen Tainas Ganav. Malaganav, Shekane Mishalem Tashumi Kefel, Shloy Beshvua, person is an actual Ganav. We don't care if he took a shvur or not. He's a ganav. He comes back. He has to pay double. Toymar, could the same be said by a toantinus ganav or a guy who just claimed that it was stolen? Shein misham tashlumei kefel ela b'shvua. The whole scenario where he has to pay double is only if he took a shvua to back that up. But standard, he wouldn't. Well, the Gemara attempts to answer this. Amri, actually, it's a hekesha. It's a hekesha. It's a scriptural connection. And we know as a general rule, once it's a hekesh, the Pasuk itself equates the two. You don't really ask questions of logic to refute that. Well, now we have to go back to that sugya on Samach Gimel Amud Beis. They have the two phrases, and one approach was that they're both talking about 
Tolentinus Ganav. And another approach was one of the Tolentinus Ganav, one was not the Tolentinus Ganav. So, Han, Ichlamandar, Bachan, Samach, Gimel, Amud, Beis. The approach that said, Chad be Ganav, one of the phrases is talking about Ganav. The Chad be Tolentinus Ganav, that's a scriptural connection, Shapir. Elamandama, there was another approach that said, Hi, both the phrase of Im Yimatse Haganav, if the thief is found, and Im Lo Yimatse, Travayu, both of them are in a case of Tolentinus Ganav. Michael Amimra, you don't have a strip, scriptural connection between a actual Ganav and a Tolentinus Ganav. Well, actually you do, even according to that opinion, Amri, it could have said Ganav, and instead said Ha Ganav, I underline the hey, the extra hey is what is understood to be the actual Ganav. The following Tanaic source is going to be brought as a question on Rabbi Yochanan. The following Tanaic source goes for three words plus a line plus a word. Starts here. You have Al and Bob. Al says to Bob, hey, hey, Han Sherry, where's my ox? Uh, Bob says, Nugnav, it was stolen. Mashpiachani, Al says, well, I'm going to make you swear to that effect. Vamar and Bob says, uh, Amen, yep. They ate him, eating, I say, and then witnesses show up, though, and claim, Sha'achle, that he actually ate it. Mishalim Tashlumay Kefel, he would have to pay double. Now, double? Notes the Gemara Vahahacha, if he was eating it, there's no way he could have been eating it and getting like delicious pieces of meat below Shechitu without having shechted it. Vikatani, even though he shechted it, it seems like it says, Misham Tashlumay Kefil, he has to pay double. Which means what? Tashlumay Kefil in, double, yeah, but no Tashlumay Vahamishalo. Oh, so no four or five payment. Says the Gemara, no. Hachamayaskina, what's the case over here? We're making this guy into a real bad guy. I dot underline going Sha'achloi Nevela. He basically, I don't know, shot it in the head and yeah, and then he's eating it the next day, but he didn't check it. Okay. The Gemara has a series of questions now as to why we didn't give a different approach. Like, why didn't you answer? Why do you say it's a Nevela? The Lishnile, I underline the Lishnile, and a line later. Almost in the same spot, a little bit later in the line, it says Velishnile, and then a line below that, another Lishnile. So three suggestions. Why didn't we answer Kigun Shachloi Trefa? Why do we say it as an Avela? Why not say he did the good Shechita, but it was just a Trefa? Well, the reason we didn't do that is because we're going like Rabbi Meir to Amar. Rabbi Meir holds, unlike the majority opinion, Rabbi Meir holds a Shechita She'ena Reuya Shema Shechita. Even if you have a Shechita She'ena Reuya, because it turns out that it was a Trefa, that is still considered a Shechita, which would be Mechaev the four or five times. That's why we didn't answer that way. Velishnilei, I underline Velishnilei. Well, how about say like this? You know why you didn't check it? The Ben Pekua. Ben Pekua is if you shecht a female animal that's pregnant, almost about to uh, have its baby, and the baby comes out and is alive, that baby, technically, since when it was inside its mother, its mother had a shkita, would not require a shkita ever. It could be like three, four, five years old, and you could just shoot it in the head or electrocute it and then eat it. So why don't we say that this was a Ben Pekua? Well, the reason is because this is also going like Rabbi Meir to Amar. Ben Bekua, Rabbi Meir is the Shitas Yachud who says, even though you have a Ben Bekua, Taun Shchit, it still would require a Shchita. That's why we didn't answer that's a Ben Bekua. Well, how about this? I underline Velishni Lei. Velishni Lei could go in Sha'amad Bedin. Why don't you say the case was where there was a court case already, Va'amrlo, and the judges paskind and said, quote three words, say ten loy. You have to go out and Give him what he's deserving to get. And only after that did he shecht and eat it. To Hamar Rava, because Rava told us that if a, three-word phrase, if the judge is already passing, basically the case is finished, and then then he slaughtered it or sold it, he would actually be potter from having to pay the four or five times. My time, uh, 
Why is that? Kevin de Pasca the mill say, since the basin already Pascan the case and he was so brazen as to go out and slaughter and then sell it, slaughter it Vitavach or Machar, have a Gazlan. He's not a Ganav anymore. Ganav does things kind of like discreetly or secretly. He did it like out in the open. And as we've seen before, a Gazlan doesn't pay four or five times, only a Ganav, a Gazlan Mishantashumabakamisha. Almost parenthetically, if the court had rendered what would seem to be a judgment was more like just sort of like a conclusion of their uh, discussions and said, Chayev atali tenloi, then Tavachumach would still be Chayev, my time, because Kolkamadolai Psikale, wherever there hasn't been a definitive final decision in the court case, Akati Ganav, who is still considered a Ganav. But bottom line, why don't we offer that suggestion that it was an Ahmad Bidin already and they said, said Tenloi? And the Gemara answers, Amri, well, Latamech, according to that reasoning, Lishni lay, we could have had another answer. Why didn't we just say, Be Shutaf? It's where there were two partners, and Tavach Midas one of the two partners slaughtered without the other one knowing, which would also be a good answer. Ella, Chadami Tarti, Utlasa, Naka. The reason we answered, is because that's one of a possible two or three answers that we could have given. Period. Hot